Hi. Hi. Welcome to another episode of Swipe Left, Swipe Left. This week we bring you a story of sexual experimentation in the 90s. That's right, this story is told by the wonderful John. Thank you so much for sharing your story with us. Take it away, John. This story sort of took place about 30-odd years ago, and it was in the early 90s. I had been in two relationships before I kind of started to explore my my gay sexuality. So there was a club called Sadie Maisie's, a pseudonym for S&M, basically. One particular night, I decided to brave it and go to this club, and I'd bought a pair of leather trousers and had a nice black t-shirt on and I'd been you know buffing up for weeks and all the rest of it and on this one particular Friday this absolute god walked in and he looked at me and I was absolutely blown away he was about six foot three he was called ed he had a a beautiful aquiline nose and very full lips and really kind of perfect he clocked me and we spent about five minutes just staring at each other and eventually he came over and went, Hi, I'm Ed. And I sort of went, Oh yeah, hi, I'm, I'm John. <laughs> but anyway, we kind of started to chat. He was a Canadian guy and from Vancouver. We had a few drinks. I was a slut and I went home with him. <laughs> There was a little bit of rough and tumble, but not too much. And he said, do you want to see me again? And I said, yeah, definitely. I said, but can we go on a date? And he said, yeah, sure. Where do you want to go? And I said, well, I said, I'm a big cinema fan. Should we go to the pictures? And he said, yeah, great. That's a really sort of nice idea. In the meantime, I got a phone call from my brother And my brother is completely the opposite to me. I mean, he'd done a a very intensive thatching course and he lived with his family, um, I think in somewhere like Wiltshire and was a a thatcher who makes thatched roofs, which are straw hay roofs in the countryside. And for some reason, I can't remember all the details, but he had to come up to London and he said, can I stay with you? And I said, yeah, sure, of course you can. My brother arrived and I kind of made him comfortable. (laughs) And then I suddenly remembered that I had this date. I said to my brother, are you cool with that? And he said, yeah, of course, you know, that's not a problem at all. So I went off on my date and I turned up at the cinema. 
I met him in the foyer of this big West End cinema. There was a security check and all bags were being checked. And Ed just happened to have a little black leather hold-all bag. Excuse me, sir, I need to look inside your bag. And Ed looked up and said, No, you don't. This really alarmed the security guy. I'm sorry, sir, but I really need to look inside your bag. I don't think so. I'm sorry, sir, but I'm insisting that I'm going to need to look inside your bag or I will call the police. And pulled the bag from Ed and there was this kind of like mini tussle there. Oh my God, what's going to happen? And the guy pulled the bag away from Ed and turned the bag upside down. It was like watching in slow motion because I think the first thing I noticed was candles, right? Okay. Candles dropped out and then very fine rope dropped out and then pegs dropped out. And then it was almost like time stopped still because then I saw it. it came out of the bottom of the bag and it bounced on the table and it bounced off the table onto the floor kind of boing, boing, boing and it was this massive black 12 inch by 6 inch dildo for a semi-second, it had one of those bases, those suction bases. Just for a split second, it kind of stood fully erect on the floor of the Empire West End Leicester Square. And then it sort of went doing, and it just kind of fell flaccid onto the floor, all 12 inches of the black rubber dildo. And there was sniggering, and people started to laughing. And Ed just froze, and the security guy, his eyebrows raised, his eyes nearly popped out of his head. He just froze. And I looked at Ed, and I looked at the security guy, and then I just kind of ran over and picked this dildo up, brought it back to the table. Right, sir, would you mind uh, sticking all that stuff in the bag, please? We went in and watched this dreadful, dreadful film. It was appalling. We'd obviously arranged to come back to my place, but what, of course, I hadn't told him is that my brother was staying. My brother and I and he had quite an awkward drink. My brother was kind of trying to make polite conversation. We had a glass of wine or something, and I think he knocked the wine back, and he sort of said... Right, well, lads, uh, I'm going to go to bed then. I'll, uh, I'll see you in the morning. Like this, you know, quite sort of sweet. Ed and I went into my room um, and I was quite nervous because I thought then 
I've seen what's in the bag. You know, I drew the curtains and I put the side lights on. And then Ed says, hey, John, I've got some candles. So I said, oh, yeah, OK, fine, great. So, of course, I'd seen them. So he takes his candles out and we start making out. <laughs> and he then whispers in my ear, hey, baby, I'd like to tie you up. Yeah, OK, great. So he sort of trussed my feet up and then he kind of brought a piece up and then he did another knot and he... And slowly but surely, he kind of worked up, you know, he, he came up to my calves and then he came up to my, my thighs and then he told me to raise my arms above my head. I was so tied up that I couldn't bend my arms or my legs. My arms were above my head. After he had tied them, I couldn't move them down. I mean, I, I couldn't move. I've got to be honest, I wasn't particularly kind of turned on, but I was sort of fascinated to see what would happen. And then the next thing is... I experienced this horrendous pain on my testicles. And I'm like, what the fuck is going on? And I'm like, ah! And he'd grabbed a candle and he was pouring hot wax on my balls. And then he sort of did it on my nipples. Ah! You don't like that? And I was trying to please him, but also kind of thinking, I don't know whether I like that or not. I mean, it's just too weird. But the next thing was, he delved into the bag. And I thought, please don't bring out the dildo. I'm going to say something. I really, really don't want that dildo anywhere near me. And please don't bring out the pegs. He pulled out a bottle of poppers and I remember seeing the words extra strong he took the top off and he put the bottle up and the smell kind of hit the room and he took these two enormous sniffs up both nostrils like this and I thought right is that enough and then he did another another two he went to hand me the poppers and as he went to hand me the poppers, the poppers went all over my face and he collapsed on me. He'd obviously taken too much poppers. And all I remember was this burning feeling on my balls, this burning feeling on my nipples, and now this absolutely acid-burning feeling on my face with this six-foot-two, six-foot-three, big, muscly man's body on top of me, and I was completely trussed up. And the only thing I thought was... I need to get some water on my face because this is going to 
basically burn my face. And I'm an actor. I mean, this I can't have a big scab on my face. So I, I don't know how I did it, but I managed to pull him, literally get him off me to get off the bed. But remember, my, my arms were above my head and I couldn't really sort of move them. I was completely tied up straight. My legs and my feet were completely tied up. I was kind of boomerang, banana-shaped. And I got to my feet and I kind of waddled to the door and there was a door handle and I managed to kind of lean forward with my tied up arms and, and, and hands. I managed to yank the door handle open, get the door open and then hopped down the hallway. I passed the door where my brother was sleeping at that moment my brother opened the door i looked past my tied up arms that were above above my head looked at him he looked at me there was this big moment and then he closed the door and i carried on hopping at which point, I think Ed had kind of fully recovered. And I was like, get some fucking water on my face. Get some fucking water on my face. He got a flannel and he put hot water. And I went, no, not fucking hot water. Put cold water on my face. Cold water, cold water. For God's sake, do you get it? Take my head, shove it under the tap. Fuck the flannel. Just put my whole face under the cold water. I'm burning. Things couldn't have gone more wrong. He stayed the night and and I didn't sleep. My balls were hurting. My nipples were hurting. I think Ed's, I think Ed's got to go to work. So my brother gets up early and then we get up and there's this kind of awkward silence and I go into the kitchen and I make us some coffee. All right, lads. Have a nice night then, all right? Yeah. Knowing full well that we didn't, you know, and I set the coffee on the table. I'm feeling like shit. I've got the beginnings of scab on my face. Ed is probably completely embarrassed because, you know, as a master or whatever he was, I mean, the last thing you do is faint on your bitch (laughs) who's tied up. Which he did, causing, you know, causing grievous bodily harm. And my brother has seen me trussed up like a pork roll, sort of hopping down the hallway. I could remember him looking at this big red mark on my face. My brother never said a word. Yeah, and I never saw Ed again. That was it. If you're out there, Ed, and you're hearing the story, get in contact. I'd like to hear his version of the story. (laughs) I like a lot of things about the story. I, I think it's about trying out things for the first time and not really being sure what to do or how to act. And I think that's a lot of what dating is sometimes. 
Yeah, and I really like the fact that John went into it so open-mindedly, like so wanting it to turn him on, and it just didn't. And like when you find someone super hot that you kind of are like, okay, yeah, I'm sure I can persuade myself to enjoy this. And when hot wax drips in her testicles, you're like, oh, maybe, maybe not. I, I don't think I can be into this. Yeah. This just hurts. Especially when you shave your balls. <laughs> yeah, true. We're always trying to diversify our stories here and we're looking to get a range of experiences about dating and relationships. So any unusual stories that you have, please get in touch and we're really happy to hear them. We're all ears. you've got your own story don't forget you can post it on our website which is www.swipeleftswipeleft.com we're also on twitter our twitter handle is at swipe left left that's right and we're pretty responsive on twitter so if you've got any comments or ideas yeah get in touch we'll we'll definitely get back to you please give us a five star ratings on itunes Oh, on Facebook, like our Facebook page. We're everywhere, just like everything. We're even on Instagram. Okay, bye. Thanks for listening. Mm-hmm.